0: Satilcast, episode four seventeen,
1: Big Chungus. And this week, guys, we talked Final Fantasy fourteen, State of Decay, and lots of Division II Warlords of New York. Stay tuned. I eat things. Feeling pretty
2: hungry. Hey. You're the only one with a can today. A good thing I went and got one. Uh, I wish I had one. And we're back. So do I. And I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm sleepy. Rusty. And
0: we're back for yet another episode of 30 Minutes of Bullshit. Bullshit. Some games and some news. It is currently April 10th uh, at a time of 8.22 p.m. Again, a little bit early. And you will probably get this sometime in June, so, you know. <laughs> <Fuck you. laughs> as i'm still badgering rusty about 415
2: yeah well i four you know. is this
0: 417
2: i don't know this is 417 the farthest behind i've been weird times I, it's
0: i agree it is weird times i was more it's- curious about what our audio sounds like because it's gonna be real interesting with this recording the next few recordings probably Based on what we're having to do with the whole Skype thing,
2: yeah, it's a it's a completely new setup. I have no idea how it's going to sound, and uh, yeah, it's we'll have to deal. It's it's a uh, it's a thing that's has to happen because you know the Rona.
1: <laughs> my Corona.
2: That's what they're calling it, these these kids these days. They're calling it the Rona.
0: Don't I know, because the kid in the house here is calling it the Rona. <laughs> can't get around it. It's
2: just what it is. You can't go with, like, COVID-19 or coronavirus. No, it's got to be the Rona. Don't come down with the Rona.
1: Like... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Even my eleven year old who has been completely socially disconnected for two weeks. I went to empty the vacuum cleaner container. Allergic reaction sneezed. She goes, Haha, you got the Rona. Jesus. Oh. Uh it's probably YouTube. Nah,
2: probably. It spreads fast on the internet, apparently. Yeah, it does. Um, So,
0: Rusty, have you had anything interesting happen in the last week?
2: Dude. (laughs) I've got six things, so I'm kind of holding back. Okay. Well, you, you have all of the things, because since last recording, I have had... You know, just some fun with, you know, with uh, with an MMO that you already know about. You won't let me actually get into details with it. So um, there's that. I uh, I have socially distanced. I have stayed the fuck away from all human beings as much as I possibly could. I worked a lot, and I have slept a little and here i am so not much Jason, not much very interesting anyway
0: you uh, you have any random bullshit to share
1: with the, the group here i mean random bullshit not that i can really talk about on the show cuz mostly my family is going crazy from being stuck in the house i uh, gotcha. i
2: would want i would i would love nothing more than to be stuck in the house for months. I am that guy. I would be perfectly fine as a hermit as long as I had internet.
0: (laughs) I'm right there. Right. right Minor, not minor things. Major things is, uh, Jess is stuck in Florida, so I can't see her. Bummer. So that's not happening. Um, I'll go through some random got blue balls. Yeah, you could say that. I can't make that a show title. Um,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't want to get banned from iTunes yet again. Um, it's okay. Yeah, so some of the things that I've been thinking about and this is just Actually, let me get into the let me get into the dirty and then let me get back out of that because I don't want that to, to be the rest of the bullshit section because I want to I want to bring some levity into this. so um this week sucked ass completely sucked ass um saturday was just another saturday worked my ass off um i'm normally off sunday monday Uh, monday night um my cousin tells me hey i don't think grandma's gonna make it and my cousin takes care of her daughter which is my grandmother we're talking about my great-grandmother and um basically she's in contact with hospice and all that stuff and has been this whole time since she's been living with my grandmother, uh, for my great grandmother. So anyways, um, says grandma's not going to make it and it's like, Oh no, that sucks. What do we got to do? And so me and her put our heads together to try to figure stuff out because, um, I don't know why the rest of my family didn't jump in as hard as she did. And then I just tried to support her as best I could. Um, she went to overdrive and started trying to figure out funeral arrangements and all that kind of stuff. And then I went to overdrive trying to help her with all of that stuff. So for several days this week, um, I took my time off work and I've been doing funeral arrangements, um, and all the other things that go with that with my cousin. So That's yeah. what I've been doing for like three days. Um, which is Jesus. serious bullshit. However, yeah. um, Trying to get out of that funk, because I was to the point of just laying under the covers watching, you know, impractical jokers with the dog for big chunks of the day and sleeping and then doing funeral shit and then watching things that actually made me laugh to get myself out of the funk, because I couldn't get interested in any kind of game. Um, I finally really pulled myself out today. Today was our funeral, and the funeral situation right now is super fucked up. So let's just explain what it's like doing a funeral during the middle of an, a, a pandemic. You end up having to limit who can go and talk about a decision that is telling people oh. they can't go to a, a funeral. Um, and then arranging for a tentative date three months out for a memorial service for everybody. And then arranging with a funeral home how many people can go in and see the viewing of, of you know, my grandma. Um Which is ten at a time, so you queue up in a room and then outside, and she knew a lot of people. She was a hundred and fucking two. So, let's just talk about somebody who has known tons and tons of people. Now, we actually limited the viewing to family only, which family only was still, we're still talking about a hundred people that wanted to see her today. So I was busy for a big chunk of the day helping do with that because I this again, my great grandparent. She had, she still has two surviving children and then their children, right? Which is basically everybody. So me and her who planned the whole thing couldn't even do graveside today. Um, we just had to wait in the car while everybody got finished and then help clean everything up. So, wow. During all of that though, You have to get a little, have a little bit of fun because fuck, that's dark, right? Right. And me and her, so she's a very fun loving person. It's my cousin Amanda. It's not going to have to say her last name. But um, (laughs) her and her mother went out and bought new undergarments for grandma Uh, because apparently they were going through all of her stuff, and my grandmother had a massive. Collection of lingerie, still with her at the nursing home. So we have no fucking clue what Grandma was up to. She also had dementia,
1: so she probably also
2: had herpes.
0: Who knows? Let's let's not go into that right now. But me and I mean, her. So she bought her undergarments, and she bought her like stripper undergarments. Now, we didn't go as far as a thong or anything like that, uh, but, you know, we did start talking a little bit about it to the people we knew would talk. Uh, we got the rumor started that Grandma must have had a thong on, and then some of the <laughs> old people were saying, she's not going to get into heaven with a thong. <laughs> so, we were fucking around pretty hardcore. Uh, and then, you know, they wanted everybody to wear some kind of, like, PPE, right? So, I don't have... Good PPE. I have a Bastion bandana and gloves. So, I was wearing this video game bandana with a button-up shirt and nice pants. And me and dad, my dad's also got a little bit of a streak in him for the randomness, stuff like that. Um, Decided to take pictures next to the casket with that, which I did not post to social media because I didn't want to get reamed. I showed you guys. But it's not something I want to post all over the place. It was just that moment that I needed at that point because I was so stressed out I wanted to just, like, die, (laughs) that Dad was like, hey, let's just take a picture with our bandanas. And my dad was wearing a Kansas bandana. And there's me with my Bastion bandana. I mean,
1: it looked like y'all were, like, robbing the casket.
0: That's Ah, what it felt like.
1: Old-time train robbers is what it looked like.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's what the majority of my family looked like were a bunch of train robbers because most people were wearing bandanas. Not everybody can find a face mask, and fuck you if you're getting medical-grade face masks because that needs to go to the the fucking hospital right now because they're experiencing a shortage. So we did our best, and it's not to protect you against the virus. It's to protect you from spreading it to others. So just understand science. It, um, so I'm. that's the kind of week I've been dealing with.
2: I'm um, I'm sorry. I'm i I'm hung up on this thong thing. <laughs> yeah. It was, we well we let it go for
0: about an hour before we started to clear the air because we wanted them to wonder what me and her were up to. I was just like, well, you weren't involved, so <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> shit on <we> you. Get, <laughs> <we> get, <laughs> <we> get, <laughs> I've I've geez. literally spent hours and 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 hours on the phone while you sat on your ass. So fuck you.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I could have a an AC/DC shirt. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know. <laughs> being perfectly honest, acdc shirt. The great-grandson should be one of the last people helping to plan a freaking funeral. Uh, uh yeah,
0: the great-granddaughter and great-grandson, that was who it was.
2: So, uh, Wow, that's that's craziness, man. And my that's grandmother crazy.
0: obviously helped, and then my grandmother's daughter also helped a little bit, too. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm just... My dad did some things, too. Me, me and my dad had to buy flowers and all this other shit and recruit money. The family was pretty good about the money part of it because there's still money to be spent on a funeral.
2: Right. Oh, man. I, uh, it, it seems dark. I, I get into these... these weird thought what thought wells right every every so often i'm like man I'm, I'm, i'm sitting here thinking about like the end times or the you know the end is nigh bullshit right but sometimes i'm just sitting here going you know we're seeing scientists right now go dig up things from 2000 years ago and be absolutely freaking amazed. Like they're going and d- digging up the Greeks and shit. And they're like, Oh, this is really cool. Look at this. What they did, you know, I'm going to like, I have like, have these really weird freaking tangents. My brain goes into, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make like these weird fucking plans. Like I'm going to encase myself butt-naked in glass, right? And I'm going to fucking put myself into the fucking ground. It's, I'm gonna be fucking crystallized in... What the fuck are you doing? Uh, <laughs> There's a dog pulling on my arm. That's okay. yeah, hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just, like, encase myself in glass, put myself down, basically mummify, mummify myself in fucking glass ass up, so that when people fucking, like, dig me up, they're gonna be like... Well, what the fuck was this guy? <laughs> he must have been special. <laughs> Lola, you can't yeah. hear, but
0: she
1: can speak. I mean, if if idiocracy is uh future telling, then they're going to assume you were the smartest person on the planet. Of course, yes.
2: You know, I don't know. It's uh, you get into these weird, you know, weird thought processes. Like you're gonna. You know, you want to make it interesting for future uh, archaeologists, right? You know, they're having all the, you know, all the fun digging up old tombs. You know, think about, like, thousands of years from now. Thousands of years ago. You know, it probably won't be us because, boy, humanity's stupid, but...
0: Uh, uh, I agree. (laughs) I agree wholeheartedly with humanity's stupid. At least the toilet paper shortage has... Subsided somewhat, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: well, that's it, because everybody bought a year's worth of toilet paper. the people
2: who haven't bought a year's worth of toilet paper are just now buying their year's worth of toilet paper,
0: and <laughs> here I am feeling like a fat ninja all over all over Tulsa, shopping with my fucking bandana,
2: fat ninja, yeah there you go,
0: um, <laughs>
2: so other things
0: just kind of understanding what's going on right now did smoke some food I smoked uh so basically I don't know if it's actually pastrami but it's basically the same thing like I smoked a corned beef because those were on sale and that was what I found nice I mean and I will tell you smoked corned beef is fucking ridiculously good I, I oh can, yeah I it's it's fucking heaven I've oh, been having smoked corned beef sandwiches and gaining weight like crazy over the last several days. Uh, Me and the kid uh, have gone through four pounds of smoked corned beef in four days. Jesus. Uh, on sandwiches, not by itself.
2: Damn. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, that's the one thing about these uh, these things. That these uh, quarantined quarantine meals are bad bad for you they definitely pack on the pounds i've gotten to be a very chunky boy
1: uh i mean i've always kind of been a chunky boy but uh well i mean when you can't uh when you can't exactly keto
2: yeah i had some trouble picking up the keto ingredients i needed uh initially i'm not sure about now but the thing about the about keto grocery shopping uh you know keto grocery shopping really requires you to go to the you know to the store every so often cuz you're getting fresh meats and whatnot it also so,
0: requires having certain staples
2: too right it, you know, the, but for keto uh you you don't get a whole lot i mean you can throw some meat in the freezer and stuff but i, I tend to you know to get the fresh meat and whatnot so um it means I have to go to the store sometimes twice a week. Oh, I've been trying to distance myself from anything that has to do with a store because people are idiots. Um Oh my god. Oh my god. There was uh there was one point where I was walking out of a QT, which is basically a gas station around here, right? Um I was walking out of a QT and this lady pulls off her gloves like she'd walked in, did a bunch of other shit in, in the place, had a plastic bag in her hand, pulls off one glove, throws it on the ground, transfers the bag that was touching the contaminated glove to her bare naked hand. Then pulls off the other glove and then rips off her mask and throws it on the fucking ground. And I posted a picture on, you know, on on facebook of the of the mask but i wanted to deck her <laughs> i felt the need to destroy
1: at that moment i mean that's just it's insulting <laughs>
2: it's, it's like who nobody wants to pick up after you on the best of days and now you're throwing fucking possibly contaminated fucking you know PPE around. That's personal protective equipment if you don't know. But throwing that shit around, throwing it on the fucking ground, you're, you're, it's twice the problem. You're then concentrating what could be contagious and then throwing it on the ground and forcing somebody else to pick it up. Oh my God. I've, I have never wanted to channel my inner Street Fighter more than that at that moment. I wanted to shore you can a motherfucker. I was really fucking close to it.
0: <laughs> I mean, Hurricane. my filter just turns off half the time, and it, right now, as raw as I am, um, I have yep. none. That's why me doing the stuff, or pulling the antics I did at the funeral, like, I just had n- no stops. Nothing. Right. Fairly religious family, um, didn't filter my didn't filter my language nothing just just raw I don't care i i, I, I helped with all of this I did about thirty percent of this and then amanda did about seventy percent of this you guys can you guys can do you know yep so I absolutely get it you know what one thing I have been wondering though is for you guys I think this is easier than it is for me, but what are we gonna do about haircuts?
2: Oh, I don't. I, I already have that shit taken care of. I don't have hair anyway. So Jason
0: rocks the buzz cut most I, of the time.
2: I, I will either buzz or completely fucking shave bald. I, I think don't have I'm hair, go
0: with so kind of a skull here pretty soon. Like my hair starting to get kind of long. You might want to just like You
1: might just shave it, dude. Go back to your indie rock roots and just shave your fucking head.
0: That wasn't Do my it. indie rock roots. That was my metalhead days. Do it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Do it. Cuz I'm just going to continue to grow it out and I've got a little bald patch in the back and I don't know how much hair it takes before that's
2: completely covered. This the I mean, everything that's on the top of this right here. I, I have never been able to cover that, like, ever. Like, it's been fucking 15, almost 20 years since I've been able to actually cover the bold spot on top of my head. I've been cursed from a very young age. Uh, and, yeah, I I just embrace it and shave it right off, dude. Yeah, we'll yep. see what happens. It might be for our tech here for a while alden beard is in right now you can do that
0: maybe i'm just i'm one i started to try to i was trying to trim up today it's kind of what i was thinking about today because i was had two mirrors and i was trying to like you know trim the back and the back is not trimmed quite the way that i would like it to be trimmed and and it was just it was getting on my
2: nerves straight razor that baby fucking i'm
0: gonna give it another two months and we're gonna see what happens and if in 2 months the barbershops are not open, I'm getting out the clippers. Cuz I'm not going to be clippers able to deal out.
2: I'm not going to be able to deal come January or June. Get the clippers out, then get your straight razor out and fucking get that baby
1: nice and shiny bald.
2: Dude, it it's I, I mean, want
1: you to blind me on a Skype call. It's it's
2: incredibly freeing. Uh, the first day feels weird, but yeah, it's it, it is. I mean, hey, you know, if you if you go and you shave your head completely bald, it doesn't matter if it rains outside anymore. You're not your your hair's not gonna get wet, so
1: the fuck are you worried I about. I never worry about it getting wet. So I mean, he always worries about the lightning striking the top of his skull.
2: Now, uh, what you have to worry about when you're bald and it rains is that 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 water. I mean, it's gonna. Roll down the back of your neck and then <laughs> down the back of your shirt. Yeah. So you're gonna have, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to have a deal with that. But that's about it. That feeling, that rolling down the back of your neck, it just gets me. It just gets. Me. But yeah, ah, dude, do it. Maybe I mean, no. you you be surprised. We'll come out of this. Ever you know the, the the government will say, oh. Quarantine's over. the The worst of this is past. People can then see other people again, and you're going to see how many people have actually just pulled out the clippers and just went to town. <laughs> We're going to be a nation of partially bald people, <laughs> especially pretty if it's, bad. especially if it's uh you know the their first time clipping. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, I've seen some pretty bad ones. Well, in the the boredom of Sitting in the parking lot waiting for people to find the, you know, the funeral home. Um, I was looking at posts that people made of their quarantine haircuts, and there's some pretty atrocious ones out there. People not knowing how to clip a right, you know, and missing up big patches in the back of their head and
1: those kinds of things. Oh, oh yeah, I've already seen a few at work. It's pretty bad. I don't have. Nearly that problem.
2: Then again, I'm kind of practiced at it. I haven't gone to a barber in freaking... Holy shit, I don't remember the last time I went to a barbershop. Wow.
0: Yeah, for me it was February. Well, it was January. So I was already ready to get a haircut and should have done it, but didn't, and then missed out. Bummer. So this is getting longer and longer and longer. Just, There's no places open right now.
2: Just cut her off, man. It'll be. You know, just cut it off, be done with it. That way you don't have to deal with it and you don't have to fucking use mental cycles on it anymore. It's gone.
1: Whatever. And who knows? Maybe by the time all this is over, you're just used to it and you leave it bald.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Will you stop standing up? You're mooning me every fucking time. <laughs> I have a dog that's wandering the house. There she is. Okay. (laughs) Skype calls, man. Skype calls. Of course, these fuckers want to have a... um,
0: Well, for us, there's a lot of cues that we do that are visual. Yeah. And so it kind of helps with conversation to be able to see what you're doing, like Rusty flipped me off. I mean, I mean, he was pretty angry when we started the show because you know lack of sleep and it's early for him. We basically podcast at eight a m rusty time, so
2: on my day off, how many fucking people want to actually wake up early on their fucking day off to sit around a fucking computer in their own home and stare at two ugly motherfuckers all recording shit <laughs> I mean
0: four hundred and seventeen hour or seventeen episodes, which is how many damn hours I mean. A- well over a thousand hours of podcast at this point. I mean, there's uh, there's not a whole lot out there that has that much content. If you've been listening this long, thank you. Oh, at some point, yeah. maybe we need to set up a Patreon so you can donate a buck so we can you know, pay we for this. Because I pay for it out of my pocket. There's, there's a, a sound dampened room in here. There's microphones that we ate cost on. None of us are rich. Um, Hell no. We all make Pretty uh, average wage. As is average uh, wage evidenced
1: by how many games we go back to.
2: Yeah, like fucking shit, Final Fantasy fourteen, because I already had it. Yeah, but you know what?
0: Final Fantasy just came out today.
2: <laughs> yes, I know.
0: Um seven remake. I
2: um I actually have to fire up the uh, the PlayStation 4 and see if it still works. Um, it's a
0: pretty big download
2: yeah i mean I'll, I'll slow jerky here for a
0: second it didn't take me that long you bastard um, right. eight minutes to get yeah, to 97 percent, and then i didn't realize that it was playable so i just went ahead and jumped in and then it aired out last night saying oh you've reached the end of your playable you know content it's like what and then I jumped out of the game, and it's like, no, it has two minutes left. So then I just let it download so I could start playing again today. Play I it's, I it's. will say that 7 Remake, so far, and let me just say so far, because I don't remember fuck all about anything except for the names Tifa, Barrett, and Cloud from 7, the original, because it's been 20 years at least since I played it last, and... So I don't remember I don't know how close it's staying to the original in that regard. But I'll say so far I've embraced the new battle system.
2: Really? Yeah. yeah you've played Final Fantasy
0: fifteen though, right? Yeah, but I don't remember it that well.
2: I don't okay. remember exactly. You remember the happened. battle system in fifteen.
0: I remember it being an auto battle system, basically, where you set gambits essentially.
2: Well, no no no, no. That that was that was um that was thirteen. That was lightning. Okay.
0: To me, it felt like I wasn't doing enough during the fight, which is why I don't remember having as much fun with it. Okay.
2: so uh, The the gambits were were 13. What was the battle
0: system in 15? Just kind of remind me, and I'll tell you how similar
2: 7 is. So, 15 was more of an action-based where you could... uh, You had Noctis and his fucking... Boy band in the fucking car, uh, going around, you know, going around the whole fucking, you know, kingdom or whatever, doing their fucking thing. But it was a lot of like, uh, flash moves and dashes. And, uh, and you basically kind of let the other guys, you know, in your party do their own thing, but you could tell them to use items and whatnot. Um, Okay, and so this is it was more, bad. it was more like Final Fantasy cross with like maybe, I don't know, you know a, a slasher like a, uh, I don't know, I might be completely off on, on this because I haven't played a fucking Devil May Cry in a long time, but it felt like Final Fantasy crossed with Devil May Cry.
0: So i tell um, you, this is similar, but I'll tell you, you can take control of anybody in the party at any time. So right. basically, you've got like two gauges you get to by using your melee or your you know your normal attack. And then once you've got one bar in, then you can use an ability or you can use a spell or you can use an item. And that's how it kind of times when you do your specials and your items. But the abilities, so I'll give you an example, like cloud. you basically like a short press on square gives you like a short attack. A long press gives you a hard attack. Um, a, if you hit triangle, he switches styles and goes with more sweeping and heavy hitting moves with that button. And as you build up that gauge, then you start to unlock the abilities that you can use. And when you click X, what ends up happening is you end up pausing real time and assigning a, a ability or using a potion or using magic or whatever. And so then you can switch targets and do whatever, and you can right stick lock like Dark Souls, basically, with the different enemies, and then switch back and forth by hitting the right... toggling with the right stick um, while you're fighting. And then there's a lot of dodging you can block while you're fighting and things like that. Um, but it's a mix of ax- action and RPG, and it seems to work pretty well so far. Um, not nearly as annoyed with Cloud as I thought I would be. Um you know the look is very i mean if you've seen the screenshots or any of the promos or anything like that you can tell this is a very good looking game they don't use any fmv of any sort right or any pre pre re, well they're pre-rendered but there's so little difference between cutscene and gameplay that it's hard to tell when a cutscene's over it's just when the camera stops being locked
2: so, basically, everything's in-engine, uh, like uh, God of War uh, yeah. style. And it looks
0: really good. Uh, they make really good use of HDR. The blacks are super black. Um, the lights, super. There's a lot of really good contrast in the lighting in the game.
2: Yeah. I wish it was on PC.
0: Um, I'm sure it will be in, like, a year or two. But <laughs> if you want to play it now, PlayStation 4 is where to go. Um, I'm not real far into it. I basically got through the opening act and got to a place where I have a couple of characters to dick around with, Um, got through all the basic tutorials I haven't got, um, have gotten to doing some side missions and had stopped to go get an energy drink, um, when I was getting basically ready to start really digging into the story a little bit. So, um, but I have like a boss fight thing that I need to do before I mess with that. But anyways... Um, overall, been very satisfied with the experience. It feels very Final Fantasy. I know that sounds stupid, but it just feels right. They just redid the battle system and obviously the graphics of an older game that was really good that I don't have a lot of memory of, but to me, it just feels right in all the ways that like 10 on back felt right. And everything I just, is voiced. Everything's voiced. You can skip if you need to. Um, like, if you want to skip long dialogue while you're in the middle of talking to somebody, you can do that still, to, or you can do that now, too. Um, and just, like, the fidelity of everything is just so fucking high. Like, it's just a... This is Square really putting forth the effort to make a amazing quality product. Um, and I just can't... Well, I mean... I can't wait to continue to dive into it. I wish... You know, I wish it had come out a little bit earlier, and I wish I it, it probably wouldn't matter because this whole week has been bullshit in my headspace. So,
1: uh, well, I mean, Square really kind of had to put their best into this product because they know expectations would be high.
2: My gosh, that they when they teased this so many years ago, and then they went and said, "Yeah, we're gonna make it." Everybody, and I mean everybody, that's played Final Fantasy 7 you know, on the original PlayStation, went. You better do this right. Yep. You fuck this up, this is gonna be your ass. That you will, you will crash and burn harder than Bi- uh, Bioware does. Uh, Bioware did just recently. You will fucking like. Uh, you, you will alienate your player base if you fu- uh, if you fuck up a Final Fantasy of this magnitude. And I mean, it might not have been a realistic thing for players to say, hey, you know, that's not, you know, it, it, it's not cool of them to do that. But the reality is, I mean, people like me who's who played the original uh, original game multiple times. Uh, have very fond rose-colored glasses fi- style memory of it, and uh, we want to be able to live up to that. We want our mar- mental image of Final Fantasy VII in its well, full blocky gloriness uh, I mean, to be realized in high definition.
1: Well, I mean, the I mean. I think seven, ten, and three are probably some of the most beloved Final Fantasy titles ever. That's yeah. probably that's probably your top three zenith right there.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean it's those are the ones that I enjoyed. Um those are those are probably the ones that most American Final Fantasy players who've played Final Fantasy throughout the years, uh, just have a, like you said, rose-colored glasses-type memories yeah. I mean, of those games. Uh, I mean, even I do.
2: Yeah. I and mean,
1: well, Seven is my all-time Final Fantasy love. Yeah, and man, it looks like dog shit nowadays.
2: Yeah, I yeah, mean, if really you was does. to look at if you used to look at that game now, like the original game, now you're looking at, uh, you're looking at a really low polygon count. You know, how did I even this, you know, how did I even play this game? It, it doesn't look fantastic, but it played fantastic. It had its, it it had its hook. So I, um, I mean, I remember final fantasy three, uh, the U S final fantasy three, um, uh, super Nintendo days uh, Final Fantasy 7 was You know it was big Final Fantasy See I was I was um, Not super fond of Final Fantasy 9 But I was okay with 8 Even though it was kind of emo um,
1: and um, Final Fantasy 8 is the First Final Fantasy That I played on PC yeah, and not on a console.
2: Final Fantasy VIII got a lot of shit because of the draw magic system, where you had to actually draw spells from enemies, yeah. um, and be and that was added an extra level of uh, inventory management because you had to transfer the spells between your active characters. Uh, and yeah, it it was a pain in the ass for a lot of people but it also meant that that game was really easy to get very powerful very quickly if you could uh, if you could find the one or two rare monsters that you could access that had stupidly powerful spells that were way overpowered for what you were doing I remember this
0: now, I I was looking it up while you were talking about it what? Uh, Final Fantasy Eight. I actually got that on PC, and then built a PC with a Voodoo card with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. And the. Um, sure, I bought a Voodoo card just for that game. Yeah, it was, Final Fantasy Eight was was a uh, you know it it had its place. People didn't like it because of that system, but I didn't mind it at all. Um. I just minded the fact that it was a, a bit more of an emo story. It it felt very, it felt very, um, depressing, dark. It just didn't feel right, like uh, all of the "woe is me" bullshit, right? Yeah, uh, was
0: uh you know, when I was a teenager, it was it worked well, but as an adult, I'd be annoyed as shit.
2: Yeah, and you know, and. and you know, like going forward to the modern Final Fantasies. Like I didn't get into Eleven, which is the first online version of Final Fantasy, because it was. I heard very early on that it was very grindy, and I was not about all that. Um, and uh, I basically skipped Final Fantasy Thirteen because. Um, that was that was the lightning one. That was the gambits, and you know, yeah, basically I, all the of the, uh, the uh, your party basically did its own thing. You were just walking. and everybody was trashing it, and I
1: said, nope, not worth it.
2: Well, I tried to play it, and I couldn't quite get my head around the you know getting the uh, the gambits to work right, and especially when I sat there for forty five minutes trying to beat a boss and did you know didn't feel like I was progressing in the boss fight after 45 minutes I was just basically surviving it i said fuck this shit um i mean the the game i guess got really convoluted story wise later on it was just it meandered a lot and i was like okay maybe it was a good thing that i bowed out after my first like 10 hours or so um, fourteen on you know the the uh, Final Fantasy fourteen online, um, being an MMO for uh, Final for, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen online has just been like it. it dry, it's it's different. It's it's different in a way because when you look at an MMO, you're uh, automatically if you uh, if you're an old WoW player, you automatically draw you know comparisons to WoW, um. What I can tell you right now is Final Fantasy XIV's story is so far beyond what WoW could ever produce uh, that uh, I continued and re-upped my subscription specifically for the story. I don't want to raid it, the uh, idea of Final Fantasy 14 raids are daunting. If you ever actually watch a video for it, there's like 80,000 things going on at the same time, and you have to be, like, on the ball all the time. And I'm like, dude, I'm an old guy. Fuck that. Uh, you know, flashy things and buttons that light up. Cool, all right, I'm going to hit those buttons. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, I, I'm I'm more about, like, Maybe crafting or fucking like dealing with the uh, with the economy of that game, which is also really interesting for me. Um, but the story is really great. Uh, overall, the story is a bit long, but then again, you're looking at an MMO. You know, you're looking at a time sink built into a game. Uh, but there is a fuckload of story there, so I enjoyed it. Fifteen was I. I didn't hate it. Uh, There was a couple acts that they fixed later on uh, that kind of drug on a little longer near the end of the game. But uh, I didn't hate it. I beat the fuck out of that game. Like, you know, it was like by the end of that game, I'd beaten everything except for... uh, I think there was one boss that I didn't beat. Uh, You know, when I... Uh, when I did my first playthrough of Final Fantasy XV, I was like, "Yeah, I, f- I feel like I've com- you know I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish." So, uh, I mean, with the remake after all of that is basically all of that progressed, you know, with better voice acting, better graphics, uh, you know, more style uh, style points. There's uh, story. You know, the story twists in interesting ways. Square has learned over the years to be able to tell a good story in an interesting way. And with Final Fantasy VII, they basically had a grand idea, but they had to deliver it on a clay tablet. You know, it was not the greatest technology back then. So, this gave them an opportunity to really, you know, put their spin on it, and while the story may be tweaked in some ways, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to dog shit the fact that they tweaked the story, because what they wanted to do back then, they couldn't because of technological, you know, uh, limitations with the PlayStation, so, I'm gonna look at this when I actually do get to play it.
3: All right, guys, hey Max, I know
0: is, that. Is uh,
2: I'm, a- I'm I'm just gonna look at this as this is Square's, you know, initial vision for Final Fantasy VII. You know, I'm just gonna look at it like that and be like, okay, same story, better twists. So, I which- agree. We'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what we have here cuz i mean i played a lot of fucking final fantasy and i'm pretty sure you guys are surprised that i'm not the first one to fucking play it here um simply i needed to sleep and i couldn't <laughs> so um i understand you know, when it came out uh, I was in the middle of something, and then I had to go to bed, and here I am. So, uh, so there was, you know, I'll end up downloading it tonight and playing it over the weekend, I think. But, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll be playing more of that. I know me and Jason uh, jumped into something together. What did we jump into, we did.
1: Jason? We actually jumped into... The Division 2 Warlords of New York expansion.
0: Motherfucker.
1: I know, right?
0: I know. I mean, just playing together on good old Xbox.
1: Yep. Well, really, the only reason I have the expansion right now is I discovered I had uh, $16 still on my Microsoft account. <laughs> So I literally paid $16 for the expansion. Which is a pretty good price. Cool. Um. So the wife and I start jumping into that. Uh, you this, just buy it once, and week. does
0: that get it on on your full account for both you and your wife?
1: Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, as long as I... Uh, since her profile's set up on... On my home Xbox, she can play whatever software I have. So,
0: yeah, and then I had kind of on a whim decided to pick it up, and I picked it up on the day that I found out my grandma died. And I jumped on and I saw Jason on Division. And I was like, oh, really? I wonder what he's doing. And I thought maybe I had the expansion and he didn't. So I was a little bit bummed. I was like, ah, oh, I guess so- I'll run something. And then Jason's it, like, I got the expansion too. And I was like, Ooh, I need to talk to people right now.
1: <laughs> so here's the uh here's the horrible part of this. So bought it Saturday, right? Day after the pod after we podcasted last. And she's like, Oh, well, before we go to New York, I need to do this. And then I need to go then we need to go play uh uh this mission in DC and we need so basically I had to wade through a bunch of needless bullshit that we had played before that she just didn't remember. Are are you going are you going uh Daredevil on us there, Rusty? Rusty's covering his whole face right now.
0: It looks as rusty as uh, went full daredevil and is covered all the way to his the top of his mouth. And
1: what whatever you put on top of your head, we can't see because there's no light.
2: Alexa, lights to one hundred percent.
0: Set. Why do you have (laughs) pantyhose?
1: Not only that, why are you? Why are you putting a soda stream bottle on top of your head?
0: Oh, is that what that is?
2: <laughs> ah, okay. All right, I'm done. Uh it's it's not pantyhose, it's a compression sock.
0: <laughs> oh, well, it's Jesus. very transparent. Um hope that didn't come off your foot and onto your face. Right.
1: So basically it was Wednesday before we even got into New York. Um, which happened to be when Justin was on, which was good.
0: Yeah, we... uh, There's a few things different about it so far. I've... I jumped into it wishing that there was a Fallout game that played this way, and it's weird playing a game about, a you know, an aftermath of a pandemic when you're in the middle of a pandemic, which also happens to be on this expansion in New York where... In the U.S., it's worst, right? So there's a little bit of a sobering tone there. But more so than that, like, it's just... I just remember playing it and being like, this is a really good podcast game. This is a really good game for me to just go around and around doing stuff and finding stuff while things are going on. Because I'd been trying to jump into different games. Um, I had jumped into... Oh, this is the one thing I kind of started playing earlier this week. Um, I started playing Dead Island off Game Pass, of all things, Um, remembering that I liked that game a million years ago and just finding it utterly satisfying to throw broomsticks and shovels and all sorts of things and have them boomerang back to my hand after hitting something and exploding its face. So hoodoo
2: you voodoo, bitch.
0: Yeah, hoodoo you voodoo. But... You know, it's definitely kind of dated when you're playing that game. It's pretty fucking dated, but it's still fun. Uh, It's definitely not an amazing game. They did a lot better with Dying Light, but I didn't feel like being stressed out by the night zombies at all right now. I just wanted to go through and just murder things, I guess. But I'd been dicking around with that, and I'd started a game of, uh, and I'll jump into it here in a second after we do Division, um, the new redone and retweaked uh, State of Decay 2. But we were playing Division, and I was just like, man, this just feels good. And I had never done Title Basin, because I never was on when somebody was on to do Title Basin, basically, and didn't have the time blocked out, which right now, um, with the dog being the way that she is, I could totally play Title Basin and be fine. She'd just sleep next to me the whole time I was playing it. So I jumped into this, and it gives you the option to skip straight to the content. So this will probably make some people's brains hurt, but I just started a new character so I didn't have to go through old stuff again. Even though I have a character that's very decked out and has a lots of things and stuff, I kind of got to go back to the tutorial again to remember how the fuck to play the game. And it gave me some decent starter weapons to start out, and it still had my unlocks for the... It basically unlocks the sniper rifle and the grenade launcher and the crossbow all at the same time. So you kind of can just jump right in, and then you're starting at 30, working your way to 40. And that's the big new thing, is you're just building levels again.
1: Yeah. They did a lot of new things, and I'll get into that in a second. But one thing they did with this expansion that I'm not too thrilled about is in the uh, progression of the new level cap, once you get to New York, once you actually start Warlords of New York, it almost the way it does uh, loot and equipment drops. It almost treats you like a brand new fucking agent.
0: Yeah, like which pretty much me all of your in.
1: drops are green and blue um, for the for the first couple of levels. Um, and I didn't even really start getting any gold drops until, f- until, uh, 36, which was for me pretty fucking devastating considering, you know, all the equipment I had previous. Just because it's not the right color? No. Perks, That's- baby. Perks.
0: Uh- I just roll with whatever. Welcome to
2: expansions,
0: man. I went Um, back with like things that I knew that I was familiar with or comfortable with, which was LMGs. Um, That's what I was using with my other character, and I remembered wanting to get high stability and high accuracy, um, and then fuck everything else. And so, to me, that's worked really well because I can not quite snipe, but I keep finding decent LMGs uh, that have been working. I've gotten some unique oranges for that kind of stuff. and I haven't really dove into it, but I'm kind of hoping it has the same way of keeping a level a, a weapon and then leveling it up later, which I believe they had in the last game, or the last set.
1: They do, though I haven't quite mastered uh, um, raising gear score on shit.
0: And I also remember trying to look for Badger Tech, because I've been trying to get the armor on kill stuff, and I still can't quite get a, a Badger Tech set to get the armor on kill that I need, so it's been kind of slow going. However, artillery from a turret still really fun, which is what I've just been running solo and in mission with Jason and his wife. And ne- that's basically just grenade fest on my side. Like, I almost never use my guns. It's just artillery, grenade launcher, artillery, grenade launcher, and then LMG in between. I never usually get under, you know, 500 bullets still.
1: Right. But needless to say... uh Basically, the only piece of uh, armor equipment I haven't replaced yet because I haven't gotten something with the uh, uh, right attributes and the right talent is uh, my chest armor because, you know, I need to have Unbreakable.
0: Yeah, I haven't really found and that anything.
1: that talent's hard to find.
0: Maybe on the lower end stuff. Maybe uh, once we hit 40, we'll start finding more of that stuff. Yeah. That game's pretty comfort food after being I was looking, it was uh three hundred and forty seven days since my last login when I logged in. So it felt fresh again after I jumped back in.
2: Yeah, I felt the same way with Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah.
1: This agree- been, now that said, there are there are certain things that were really good. So I mean things were balanced enough that I really didn't feel the level difference in my armor and weapons until about level 33. That's where I really started pressing to, uh, replace my weapons because my, what used to be geared score weapons that are now level 30 were losing their effectiveness. Um, but really up until 33, they really were, Conching shit still. Um, your the uh, main main and the main missions within the expansion are the right amount of challenging. Um, they're not too easy. Um, in fact, one of them, which Justin, my wife, and I played uh, last night, is downright hard yeah and it's just a mission I'm talking like um previous like um division excursion or raid whatever it was they called it hard Um, yeah it's like
0: three super elites roaming around a map with shields
1: Oh yeah, when you finally get to the boss, yeah. And that's just that's ridiculous. after you've fought through wave after wave after wave of enemy. Um and almost every wave had three or four elites in it, heavily armored elites. Um
2: that
1: so yeah, was that was, all that of was died really challenging and really fun.
0: Yeah. It felt like we accomplished something when we finished that last night.
1: I mean, Crystal and I played it the uh, played it the night before because uh, Justin wasn't on, and we died a lot. Like we completely wiped out of the level three or four times before we finally beat it. Um, with three people. We never completely wiped, though we got damn close a couple times.
0: Yeah, it was definitely some scrambling around to make sure that we were alive enough. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot Ninja of times to one person
1: to move around. You know, it, is that your makeshift PP?
2: Yes. A shinobi never talks. <laughs> yeah, so
1: it doesn't work with a microphone very well No, it doesn't Rusty's getting punchy now I've been um,
2: punchy since I woke up
1: So, but all in all, I mean This is uh, This is definitely the uh, I think in my my own opinion The best expansion uh, they've ever done to one of the Division games.
0: At 30 bucks, I feel like it's pretty worth it. I'm definitely not regretting my purchase.
1: I mean, so far, for the $30, bucks, i am at 20 hours worth of gameplay.
0: Yeah, I'm... I don't know that I have quite that much. I've got the time I've spent with you guys, so probably this week I've sunk about 8 hours into that. Uh, I was going to go on a little bit about um stated a k2 um cuz i did create a new colony cuz it said they redid the tutorial redid the the tuning of the game early on to kind of make it more manageable and redid a lot of things um previously there's a really big zombie called a juggernaut that's usually ridiculously hard um he's still hard but he's not like if you're playing by yourself like fucking un it, like it's just a boss basically and it's a doable boss and right now, we were all able to cap it in the head to get it killed with the little party that I created without feeling like it was going to be uh, so harrowing that I didn't want to mess with it. But basically what they did, they, they even created a new map, but they redid a lot of stuff in the tutorial to make it easier to kind of figure stuff out. So, Jason's trying to open snacks quietly and looking really suspicious as he does it.
3: Um, happening?
0: But yeah, like overall, um, I started a new community, put me in a new area altogether, put me in a place that had a really decent start that wasn't the complete shit start that it normally gives you, and then I was able to progress enough to get to a new hideout within about an hour or so. So I'm so far actually having a pretty decent time with that, which I didn't think that I would, and even with everything that's been going on, like it's been pretty pretty easy to get back into and again it's one of those games that you can just kind of grind through um, pause when I need to pause and just live life so if you're looking to get back into it if you got good old game pass and you're into another survival situation real good grind game Um don't necessarily have to have the sound up all the time although it's useful when you're getting swamped uh, understand when you're about to get attacked um but yeah, um, quarantine gaming, man. It's been a it's been an interesting time.
1: Uh, it has been. So, it has been. do you
0: guys want to take a break? Sure.
1: Uh, right. Yeah, I think I think that's about right. I I need get drink.
0: All right, we'll be back, guys.
2: It's like we started over. It's kind of right? that way. <laughs> We're Only back. you, you get to open two cans, and I get to put a compression sock over my head.
0: Yeah, I guess that's how that's how you wake up. You guys can see it. I'm drinking glo- gross water.
2: Gross water. Oh yeah, that.
0: The stuff that. that tastes like you know you're smelling raspberries from the other room. It's It's uh, not LaCroix. It's the cheap knockoff Aldi LaCroix. Supposedly, this is passion fruit. What does this taste like? tastes like
2: sadness. (laughs) Smells good. (laughs) Well, they they do say that, you know, that...
0: I've been drinking Jess's stock of this stuff, because I always give her shit about drinking it. And I just wanted something fizzy. And so, just randomly, I started drinking it about earlier this week. And then I just can't stop, so I bought more this week.
2: You bought more of I it? I bought
0: more. I went through 24 cans. I was going through everything she had left so I wouldn't wow. have to go to the store. And, I mean, it's just water. It's fizzy water. So I was just like, mm, I guess I'll do It's strangely satisfying. I don't know. It really could use more flavor. It's like super watered down Kool-Aid
2: is basically what it's like. It's, yeah, you could get a SodaStream. Uh, it 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 works. I'm making lemonade. Um,
0: yeah, you, uh, we we heard how well that went. Yeah. Um. Some of the other th- random antics I've been doing is a uh, you know being here with the dogs all the time. You got to get creative because they get jealous when you play the other one. So I got the rolly chair. You know, one of these office chairs that I have around the house, and then I got. Lola on one side with one rope and Zoe on the other side with the other rope and they're just playing tug of war with each other with me in the middle so my chair is just rolling back and forth all over the house while I've got both dogs it's just random quarantine fun but it seems to work okay I mean I could
2: live this life Um,
0: if they would just
2: let me stay home until all this passes over I would get nothing done, and I would be, like, round, (laughs) like a basketball.
0: (laughs) I started walking because I knew I started gaining weight. I even knew when I was going to the funeral today and I couldn't fit my dress pants. So Mm. I was like, ooh. But I've been trying to take walks. I've just been feeling way more bloated. So, you know, I did a lap around the entire cemetery. And, um, I mean, I guess I could say the name of it. It's not a big deal. Called Floral yeah. Haven. It's you know, that probably was a two mile lap that I did while I was waiting for people to do the viewing. Um in about, you know, twenty five minutes or something. It was a good walk. Yeah. I've been, yeah. you know, walking the dog and everything else. So that's been good. I got one of those double leashes so I can walk both at the same time. A little bit scared too though, because that's a lot of pulling. Um and there's oh. still
2: traffic out here. You haven't... I've just been switching out. You haven't walked a Rottweiler yet, then, before, so...
0: No, I have. I had a
2: Rottweiler growing up. Oh, well, few, two of them was, at the same time.
0: Mine was super trained. Zoe's oh. just not very leash trained. There's a reason she's around. But she well. only does like walks, and I need to start
2: liking walks more, too. So. Zoe is my spirit animal, so... <laughs> uh <laughs> Zoe and I basically have the same feeling about everything. Uh it's annoying. I'm just gonna lay here and sleep and bark.
0: <laughs> she just barks. I don't like you, bark, bark, bark.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much what I said. I mean when Jason says wakey wakey, what the fuck did I say to him? I said, fuck this shit, I'm staying home. <laughs> yep. You don't have so, much of
0: a ch- you don't have much of a choice. <laughs>
3: Uh,
2: I know. That's... Yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway. <sighs> anyway. So, um, here's the news. Nothing's coming out. And in other news, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, there's been some things and stuff going on. I think right now the one thing I want to do just to get, well, I feel like it'll be a good discussion piece. Um, if you're feeling adventurous, um, I would. I'm only doing this because it's so cheap. I would venture to say that the complete overhaul of Fallout 76 comes out on Tuesday. You can probably pick it up for about 10 bucks somewhere. And if you're just curious, this is the Wastelanders update, which basically turns it into Fallout 3. They have redone the whole fucking game at this point due to massive feedback. I can see Rusty about to have an aneurysm, which is why I wanted to speak about this on the show. Um, But had I not remembered that Final Fantasy VII was coming out, that was going to be probably my thing to start playing next week. And rest assured, I'll probably jump in a little bit because I want to explore. And you guys know at this point, I've got Gamer ADD, so I'm not going to be able to just stick to Final Fantasy for four or five or ten days straight. I'm going to have to skip around. I mean gamer ADD. I started Pillars of Eternity two weeks ago.
1: I mean, it's fine if you skip around.
0: It just, just takes me longer to finish Why'd you guys things.
1: skip around to something you know is trash?
3: I
0: already have it, so I feel like I want to give it one more shot with NBC's, and if they fuck this, then fuck them.
2: Sunken cost fallacies.
0: But here's the thing. I mean, you can pick it up used somewhere. I wouldn't pay full price, but if you could find it used, like I'm talking about, for ten bucks somewhere, um, and you're curious, I'll be telling you guys if Rusty uploads this stuff to us pretty soon in a fairly short <laughs> manner.
3: Fuck you! I'll throw it. Tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the last
0: episode post was March 27th.
2: Eat a dick. I've- Eat. A whole bag of dicks. The world is ending. You you still want me to fucking podcast and fucking produce. And I washed the memory stick with fucking the the last episode that I was supposed to deal with. It's a good
0: thing I have a backup.
2: (laughs) It didn't survive because I can't find it. (laughs) It's probably in the lint trap of your dryer. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Do you have to go to a laundromat,
0: or can you do your laundry at home?
2: I do my laundry here. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's
0: that's good, but... It reminds me, one of the people we were moving work at home was freaking out the day that they were doing the stay-at-home order because she was worried that they were going to close the laundromats, so I had to figure out how to use her vacation so she could go do laundry and get off work. Because she was afraid the laundromat was closed. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that's essential. She's like, but it might not be, and then I'd be stuck here wearing dirty laundry tomorrow.
1: I was like, that's a good point. Or, you know, you're working from home, turn your webcam off, work in your underwear. But you don't want to do that for two
0: months. Underwear gets dirty, Jason. Underwear does get dirty. You have
1: to wash it. I mean... There are other alternatives most people aren't comfortable with. I'd be perfectly fine if I didn't have children in my house.
0: Hey, here's the crazy uh, thing we're still training new employees, and these people have to be on webcams. <laughs> Not, an option. Oh. Not an option. They have to be seen by others almost every day. For the, I've still got 30% of them that are doing training. So, Wow. They still must be on camera at some point in the day.
1: That's pretty but amazing. But we've all
0: joked about, you know, it's... Because dress code's not as strict as when you guys work there, but its I've joked, you know, like every day's a shorts day because nobody gives a damn. You know, every day's a sandals day because nobody gives a damn. I work barefoot most of the time and in shorts almost all the time. I haven't wore proper pants aside from today in like two weeks.
2: I don't think anybody really has. If they get, have the option to work from home, sweatpants are... I went out incredibly
0: sh- I went and bought shorts. Um, My shorts are getting old, and I was like, man, I'm wearing way more shorts than I normally do, so I'm going to go buy a couple of pairs of cheap shorts, and that's my uh, work outfit. And I'm not wearing feet. any colored shirts anymore. I'm just, you know, band t-shirts every day.
2: Everybody's going like to have to go, go out and buy a whole new fucking wardrobe after all this shit's over. Nobody's going to be able to fit into their fucking work clothes, and you know, people are like, I definitely oh. didn't
0: fit into my work pants that I was going to
2: wear to the funeral. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, you might want to lay off I'm... the fucking. I just can't you know, stop. Lay this. off
1: the fucking bread. You might yeah. want to lay off the brisket,
2: big Chungus.
1: So... Big Chungus.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean
0: barbecue. You know what I ate for dinner today? Right before the show started, I had the uh, I had a sand, a barbecue sandwich along with. I didn't want a potato again, so I had um, a taco with it. I had a taco and a fucking basically pastrami sandwich. It was fucking
2: delicious. <laughs> you just like I'm gonna throw random food in it. I'm like, well, you know, we're gonna have like some Mexican in here somewhere. Why not?
0: <laughs> I mean, I've I got like the huge old you know burrito, uh, the huge old tortillas that are like bigger than your plate.
2: Yeah, I mean, go big. I've been right? making
0: like these huge, like fucking, like taco burrito things. I made a crunchy burrito the other day, and I was like, "Man, this is badass." I'm not uh, a bad, I'm not a bad cook, and I'm pretty inventive, so that I can get into all the things that I can't get with keto. I've just been, I've probably been going crazy.
1: Never my wife there. was getting tired of cooking, so like night before last, I did uh, chicken on the grill. Turned out fucking amazing. I yeah. love grilling chicken.
0: On the docket tomorrow is smoked hamburgers and ribs, and I might go ahead and smoke the the other corned beef I got for five bucks. So you know, I five did corn grilled beef hamburgers, five hamburgers
1: last night.
0: Try smoking them with something else, man. It's fucking mind blowing.
1: Oh, I love smoked hamburgers, but when. Yeah. When I get home at 5 o'clock, starting smoked hamburgers, you know, to feed children an hour and a half, two hours later is not great.
0: Speaking of stuff, um, just random shout out for Jason. Isn't today your anniversary? It is. Ten years married.
2: Ten. How the fuck does he do it? Well, <laughs> I mean... He's already basically said that the ball and chain is a fixture at this point, so he doesn't even notice it anymore. Uh and uh well, happy anniversary, ten ten years, what is what is that? I don't know. I'm not part of the whole like, I'm not sure what the you know, the special thing I, you're supposed to do for ten years.
1: Mourn I your have loss, no I think I'm gonna do. I I have no idea, but you know what?
0: Hopefully ending <sighs> this podcast early so he can get some.
1: She uh she puts up with my uh with my gaming addiction. She plays with my balls every once in a while, you know. <laughs> it's like that, <laughs> I
2: didn't that, expect that's that all and you I need, had a, a right? full
0: mouth of a full mouth I had a full mouth of energy drink, and I was sitting there trying not to spit on the screen.
2: <laughs> yeah, please don't spray the fucking podcast computer, thanks. Uh,
0: I did pretty good, considering, like, I almost had to spew. wasn't that? That just came out sometime, of left
1: field. And then sometimes you even get your balls tickled while you're playing video games, it's great.
2: Yeah. Bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything to say.
1: No, uh, yeah, you know, she, she and I have actually been together for for twelve years. So, you know, at this point, it's once you at that point, it's all just you know, you either actually really love each other, or you're already divorced for several years. So, uh, well,
2: right. there you go. You guys are good couple so i mean
1: you put up with me so there's that uh we did <laughs> um but you know it, it it's kind of interesting trying to have a uh trying to do something for your anniversary in this current environment like she want she didn't want to have to cook anything And, of course, my truck's still down, so I had the car, so it's not like she could go out and, like, get steak for me to cook or anything like that. Um, So it was kind of weird, like... Plus, you have the kids around, so you have to figure what are they going to eat. So I ended up bringing home pasta and a giant-ass salad for her. Pizza. No, no pizza. Oh, pizza is the perfect food. I mean, I probably could have gone and gotten Savastanos and gotten away with it.
0: Yeah, except you for a family of four, word. that'd probably cost you like sixty bucks.
1: Well, I mean, one large deep dish is thirty-five dollars,
2: but it feeds like
1: sixteen people. So
0: I guess it's about a slice and a half if you're feeling pretty pretty uh spicy that night
1: oh rusty and i can routinely do four in a single setting the and night. then come and then come back a little bit later for more
2: yeah but there's a cheese coma in there somewhere <laughs> yeah there is there's also uh,
0: <laughs> never shitting for three days afterwards that's a lot I of mean, fucking cheese that's
2: kind of a. that's kind of the bonus right I don't know if that's bonus as pl- much as
0: it is a lot of cramping
2: cheese plug, man. Hey, when it happens, it happens. Hey, I, my, my new favorite thing. And my, um, you know, if I don't feel like I want to cook, which I mean, I don't have a choice tonight. I'm going to have to do it. If we can get off. Fuck. No, I can't. They close in six minutes. Um, the uh, pizza shop right across the street now does crustless pizzas, which basically is the uh, a pan that they throw some sauce in the bottom of, and it's like five handfuls of cheese, and some and they throw some pepperoni and some sausage on the top of that and bake it.
0: They do that at Mazio's
2: too. Uh, it's it's, it's been amazing. I don't know why I could make that shit at home. Easy. Now, there's, been like, times, there's been
0: times. There's been times i have been doing keto, and the kid really likes their weird hot pocket things. They do the pizza pockets essentially, and the pizzoni, I think, is what they call it. But they do that seasonally, and when they're doing those, she's like, "Hey, can we have that for dinner?" And I'll get that. Oh, plus. you mean
1: the uh, little uh, like pepperonis or whatever? Yeah,
0: yeah. She fucking loves those, but she knows I'm not going to eat it. But she'll ask me about that, and then I'll go and get a crustless pizza for myself. It's basically a small, you know, meat pizza, and then I'll get it, her
2: that. it's usually enough for me. In a, in a takeout lasagna pan.
0: Basically. Um, they actually do it in a round pan, so it feels kind of like pizza.
2: Oh, well, that's useless because you can't slice it like pizza. So. No, you just eat it with a fork. Lots yeah, lots yeah. of
0: extra, extra cheese. Man, I want pizza. So good. It's so good. Though I, I don't feel like I could eat anything right now. I um I just feel so bloated. I feel like I'm right. constantly have
1: well food in my speaking mouth. Speaking of them, that's actually where I got the pasta. I got their uh, oh, chicken Alfredo bake, which is basically uh, those uh, tube noodles. So I forget what they're called. Ooh,
0: um, Jason's decidedly Irish. Let's just get that off. I am out there,
2: hey,
1: extremely
2: um, Irish.
0: Those, you know, two, those noodle, those two a, noodle things.
1: A uh, generous, a generous amount of Alfredo sauce, and then like three handfuls of mozzarella on top of that, baked. Just and right. it's amazing.
2: Some cheese, and then some more cheese, like it. Some white cheese, and then maybe a little bit of yellow cheese. As long as you put the bacon on there, good. Right. So, yeah, no.
1: Um, so, you know, definitely the uh, probably the least amount we've ever done for for an anniversary night ever. But, well, what can you do? But it's not like you can actually go out for a steak dinner or something right now.
0: You could make it mm-hmm.
1: to one. What a burger!
0: No, you. Do, what, what a burger! Here's what you do, Jason. <laughs> you get you and your wife steaks, and then you buy some extra hamburger meat, and you give hamburgers to the kids. You make the steak and the baked potato on the grill, and you give them French fries with
1: it. There you go. Um, I think we've actually done that once before, but is just kind of one of those things that it, it it was decided horribly last minute this morning that she wasn't going to drop me off at work so she could have the car to go grocery shopping. Oh, hang on. That's my cool down fan. I don't know why oh it started God. doing that. <laughs> well, I actually have to have a... Uh, running Skype, for whatever reason, causes the surface to heat up, so I have to have a little like USB desk fan pointed at the back of my... Likely (laughs) story, it
2: was your vibrator. Yeah, I can see that.
1: So, but the, uh, moving, moving on to some news, I was noticing, uh, CD project red has said cyberpunk is not delayed at this point.
0: I guess I'm well, Um, well, it was September something, right?
1: Yeah, it is still on track for September 17th. Uh basically in the press release they said uh um that they've been working from home uh while ensuring the continuity of their operations. Uh they've been in, been working for from home for over 3 weeks and to date results confirm that they can carry on all their operations without any major disruptions. Yeah. So, at this point, I think they're uh, fairly sound in, in that they're going to be able to complete the finishing touches on the game. Uh, and, you know, I mean, part of that is the fact that, well, they made a lot of money on The Witcher 3 last year. Of course. they they And can, this year. They can afford to have everybody win. I mean, them. they, they officially... The Witcher 3 officially outsold uh, on the PC all other combined console sales in 2019.
0: Yeah, I believe it. After the show released, I remember Earl, formerly on the show, hasn't gamed nearly as much as he used to. But he was even had watched the show and had gotten interested and said, Hey, what kind of game is this? And I tried to ex- started explaining it. To him and he's like, so I would like this. Is like, yeah, just you know, more violent than you're used to playing in front of your kids, so just know that. He's like, Ah, oh, they they could handle it. He's like, I want to play some Witcher.
1: Yeah, his kids are uh quite a bit older now, so yeah, they're not as young as
0: they were when he was on the show originally. Yep. That's been many uh, ma- many years at this point. It's been like four or five years we go back in the episode two hundreds. Right.
1: Wow. But Yeah, they, uh, let's see here. Pulling it up. To date, PC has, uh, Witcher 3 on PC has sold over 9 million copies. Um, let's see here. So for 20, for 2019, PC copies were 53% of their sales. Oh, damn. Um
0: all them Steam sales are getting witcher for like twelve bucks.
1: Right. Um, which is the first time since 2017 where PC copies uh significantly outsold console copies.
0: And random news
1: Amazingly stuff. enough, last year though, uh eleven percent of the sales were on Switch. That means quite a few Switch owners bought The Witcher 3 again, probably.
0: I know the the other kiddo, and I can say his name now, he's an adult, Spencer. Um, he had, was bragging to me about that. He's like, hey, I can do this while I'm on the train. He lives in Tok- Tokyo. He was talking to me about how he can play his Switch on his way to Disney or whatever he's doing in Tokyo. And that was yeah. specifically the reason he got Witcher was he's like, it's a really long game. I've got a lot I can do while I'm you know using tri- public transportation he's like it's yeah. an amazing game
1: i mean by comparison uh when the game released in 2015 pc was 31% of the sales for that game
0: yeah after i finished it he borrowed my steam account and played
2: that game for like 150 hours so
1: i mean it's worth it yeah um Then in other news, uh, Sony announced and started releasing details of their new DualSense (laughs) controller.
0: I think the whole internet that's interested in gaming has taken a look at this uh, interesting
1: piece of tech.
2: Yeah. I mean,
1: the thing just looks ugly as sin.
2: No.
0: Yes. Rusty's the only one that likes it, and that's a weird
2: It's not. If Rusty likes something like, uh,
0: when it comes to something like this,
2: it just—I don't know what to think. It's—it's not ugly. So, well, okay, come on.
1: It—it looks like if they keep with the white, it looks like a fucking white boomerang. Uh,
2: well, it looks like a flattened
1: out Xbox controller.
2: So that's, that's kind of the thing I looked at is that it more closely matches the profile of the Xbox controller. And personally, I like the Xbox controller. I have bigger hands. Uh, so a, a fuller grip with my big fucking chunky hands is, is gonna be beneficial to me, right? The white I could probably do without, but then again, the white is probably
1: going to be the customizable color. Right. So now, now that is the one thing I can say uh, just from looking at photos of the controller. As far as the the overall thickness, thick. it looks very similar in thickness to the to the Xbox controller. Right. And so. I mean that will automatically make it more comfortable for people like me and Rusty,
2: right? That have yeah. ham hands. the uh, The PlayStation controller is it's it's okay, but it fits about mid palm for me, and that isn't quite what I want. Like it it fits in the middle part of my palm, and that's not. It's not comfortable. I don't like the you know, the triggers as much though. It doesn't look like they've done a whole ton to the trigger system on the new one. Of course, we're looking at product photos basically, right? So, you know, a lot of those change.
0: Yeah, the only thing I like about it so far is the fact that it had a built-in microphone for it, so you could literally just plug in earbuds. Well. I know a lot yeah, of earbuds have a microphone built in, but it's kind of a nice well, oddball feature. They also mentioned the haptic feedback on it is a lot better
2: than the other stuff. Right. It does have, um, I guess the triggers have uh, a adaptive resistance to it as well, so you can kind of feel the trigger pull. Uh, when you go to, like, do a bow draw, for instance. It'll have more resistance as you press down on the trigger. Which I'm not sure if that's.
0: I think it'd be better for driving games.
2: Yeah, it might be. Um, it, it'll be an interesting thing how they implement it. But going back to the microphone, the microphone's kind of uh, kind of a a, uh, a an issue. See, having a microphone on the controller means that that microphone can be basically turned on uh when people aren't necessarily ready for it to be turned on uh and if it's a push to talk microphone i'm fine with it uh but if it's an always on microphone like you know my girlfriend over here um Or if it's something that the, you know, that the game can turn on and people will be like listening to fucking music and kids screaming in the background in a multiplayer setting. Holy crap. That sounds like freaking nightmare. You know, so get used to muting people, but I also am not really keen on, you know, if it has a built in microphone, um, it looks like that microphone is one little dot at the bottom in the middle. It
1: it is an array
2: microphone. Right. So it's not going to have the best audio quality right out of the gate. Anyway, it's just going to provide you with an option to Uh, yell at the controller.
1: And it's really more like, I think more for a quick chat option than it is for sustained talk. Right, you're still going to want to use your... Uh, headset. uh, Headset. Um, Um, The one thing I can say I do find smart with the design is the... uh, It looks like they've angled and made the touchpad wider at the top.
2: Yeah, but how many... Which may
1: actually actually make that more accessible during gameplay. See,
2: that became one
1: big button in
2: a lot of games and nobody really used the touchpad feature of that, which was disappointing. Like the game developers didn't do anything with it. Um, so that just became one big button on the top, you know, top middle of the controller. If they implement that into games, I'm fine with it still being there. It's, it's actually quite useful on PC because I've got the, uh, a uh, program that allows me to use my uh, my PlayStation 4 controller on PC, uh, and that acts as a uh, as kind of like a, um, a trackpad, so I can move the mouse around on screen with that. Just uh, so nice. Um, the uh, the thing that I have heard more about is the inclusion of a rechargeable battery. Versus Xboxes, uh, Xbox going back to having, uh, you know, batteries that you can feed it. Uh, so an included char- rechargeable battery for the uh, for the PlayStation uh, uses USB C. Finally, thank you, God. Yeah, because uh, use- many USB always breaks. Yeah, so USB C is a very sturdy connection. Uh, It does allow for quick charge, Uh, so it means that the rechargeable battery in there might be able to, you know, actually last for a period of time, like, you know, a standard gaming session, and be able to charge fairly quickly, and even if you have to play with it tethered onto a computer you're going to be able to use a very sturdy connection that's not going to break. My biggest problem is those fucking ports, the, those, the, the older uh, style micro ports break. So uh, yeah,
1: that's true. Now, yeah. I would say uh, they did uh, do the internal battery on the DualShock 4.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, the the only problem that is, you know, is being talked about right now is the difference between uh, the next gen consoles, not necessarily what happened in past gen. Uh, so, next gen console Xbox controller is going to have replaceable batteries, whereas this will have internal batteries, non replaceable. Um, and to be honest. When uh, when Xbox had replaceable batteries in their previous uh, in their previous controllers, I just used a rechargeable battery pack anyway. You know, it's you have an option, I guess. Um, Yeah, the the biggest thing with that is that those rechargeable batteries do have a lifespan. They have a certain number of charges that they can handle before they start to die. And when they die, the amount of charge that it can hold at a time or the length of play session between charges goes down to the point where you'll have to end up replacing the controller at some point. Uh, whereas the Xbox controller's battery life is not going to be an issue if you can simply replace the batteries.
1: Yeah. Uh, so. Swollen. I'll be honest. the Internal battery uh, on the DualShock Four is, for me, was kind of a hindrance because it did not have a long life.
2: Oh, it doesn't, and I have noticed that of, as well. Playing it on, you know, on PC, I have the option to you know to hook it up and tether it basically to PC, uh, but I wanted it, you know, for the Bluetooth. I wanted to use it for the Bluetooth so I could sit back, relax, and actually play a game. Um, but I only get maybe you know a couple hours or so, a fairly short play session for me uh, with one charge on the battery, and then I have to go and charge it again. At that point, I might as well just have it constantly tethered to the damn machine. I think mine gets about eight hours,
0: so you might be running into a. There, I I don't know if it was an issue or not, but I know that with my original PS4 controller, I had an issue about a year or so in where it just would not hold a charge for longer than like 45 minutes. Right. And then I finally replaced the fucker late last year, and now I'm not having any issues. And by the time it's finished its usefulness, I'm not that opposed right. to replacing it. I wear through controllers so fast that it's just by the time the battery would be dying anyway or not holding a charge, I need to get a new controller because it you know the tensions wrong or the sticks are not centered anymore or whatever.
2: You know, and that's kind of why the the whole pop up market of uh, of custom controllers came to be because uh, then you have controllers that you can either replace parts on or repair or do whatever you need to do. Uh, so that you don't have to buy the uh, controllers over again. And um, it
0: depends on what what
2: you have disposable income for. For right. me, if I replace well, that um, controller
0: every year, I'm not going to be crying that bad. Right. Yeah. Well, kind
2: of, um,
1: so. I, I got to say, I actually appreciate the fact that Microsoft staying with the flexibility instead of building in the battery pack, just for a simple fact. Like right now, I have, and I actually have an aftermarket um, battery pack with charger, so I can stay completely wireless. I never have connect cord to my controller. Yeah, you know, I just swap out batteries. That's it. Yeah. So
2: I mean. It, it, I'm, I am happiest about, a, you know, just a few things from the PlayStation controller. The in- inclusion of USB C is long overdue, should have been done, uh, is now a, you know, gonna be a standard going forward. Something that I've been kind of championing for a while. So that is a good thing. Um, the aesthetics, yeah, it kind of looks like the Stark suit from fucking Endgame, but, um, you know, I, I see that as that's the standard white uh, controller, and you'll probably see a lot of really cool skins for it. That's a blank canvas for me, so I, I'm not worried about the you know the uh, the aesthetics of the controller itself. It is a bit more curved. It looks a little larger. I'm fine with all of those changes. Um,
0: Rusty's for curved and larger.
2: Let's just keep that keep that in mind. I'm,
1: I mean, you know, <laughs> larger and curved hits you in all the right places.
2: Hey, uh, it, it, it looks good to me. Um, of course, it's, it will require actually getting in my hands to be able to actually determine whether or not it's weighted right and it's got the right curves in the right places, you know, because that's important too. Um, but, yeah, it's it, if I get my hands on that and it feels right, right, of course that's
1: going to be now. You know, now one thing's been a sticking point for you, Rusty, and recently uh, you were upset that it was only on the uh, uh, elite controller, but the Series X controller will also be using USB C.
2: Yeah, That
1: has been confirmed
2: that, and that's the elite controller uses usb c but it's through its charging dock you have to actually charge it that way no
1: i'm saying the new series x controller Uh, the
2: series uh, the the base controller for series x okay well i mean that that makes total sense
1: both control both new controllers are going to utilize that yeah it makes total sense there's there's
2: so many different advantages to usb c you know Yep. Strength and, you know, just resiliency of the port itself is, you know, is great. It's the fast charge options are awesome. So, yeah, it's it's a no brainer. They, you know, if they went backwards, I'd be I'd be floored, you know, but it's a good thing. It's a good thing.
1: Yep. Um, And then. Some other news I found. Uh, Volition has confirmed that Saints Row 5 is in development um, along with their remaster of Saint Rose, Saints Row 3 that they already confirmed earlier this month.
0: Yeah, there's actually some things that are still coming out. If you've got Game Pass, there's a XCOM clone for Gears coming out called Gears Tactics at the end of the month. I want to say it's the 28th. And then you've also got still scheduled to come out. Um, you have uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima, whatever, that's scheduled for June 4th. Otherwise, there's still quite a bit of black backlog for people to get through um, if you're just curious about what's out there. I mean, we're going to continue to talk about our backlog as we play through some new log. Um,
2: as something? we go. That's a thing. Okay. New log. Okay.
0: Well, I mean... There's these really long games that came out, like Final Fantasy VII, right? I'm playing Pillars. I'll probably be diving into Fallout, right? Um, I've been dicking around with going into more Deep Rock Galactic because that's on the verge of releasing, and then Stone Shard comes out later this month, too. Uh, Actually, I think on Tuesday. I want to say the 14th was when Stone Shard is set to actually release. You have to go into the developer's notes to look at that stuff. These are the random things that I do when I'm not gaming is I'm looking at release dates on things I'm interested in and when things are coming out most of the time I have. Everything I'm interested in pretty much locked in my head about when it comes out. But I don't know there's a lot of other news. I mean, you were talking about it on break. Rusty was saying they're not doing a virtualization of, of uh, E3, right?
2: Yeah, they're... Uh, the ESA said that they're not going to do a digital version of E3. Basically, all you know, the conferences, you know, is uh, is dead this year. It's just not going to happen. It was canceled due to the whole uh, pandemic situation. Um, so they're just going to focus on the 2021 uh, presentation. They're, of course looking to make major changes to how the convention works, you know, fundamentally anyway, because E3 has kind of been floundering for a while. Uh, Yeah. Honestly,
0: the better conference to go as a regular old person like us or you has really been PAX. PAX has been really the best experience for a convention that I've ever done.
1: Yeah. And And I've been to some of
0: these other ones, including an E3 and it's just E3, even on a baby press pass, um, did not match E3 on a baby press pass for packs, and the press pass for packs was only an hour extra access. But even going as a regular fan without the press pass, the last time I went was barely any difference than what I did with the press pass. Yeah, honestly, I didn't have I had more fun because I didn't go into a room full of elitist douchebags who looked down on the little podcast. I really felt way more comfortable just being a person. Right. Um, and then just talking about the podcast with people. I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot more grassroots people. And even Bethesda. I mean, I went to the Elite Dangerous Group, uh, Frontier Development, went to there, uh-huh. and they treated me just like I was press, right? Yeah. Like I didn't need the badge. They treat everybody pretty equally. The only one that's that have access to everything is IGN, and that's because they're a fucking monster. So yeah. they're just fucking huge. They're They had their own press badge. Above all badges, there was, of course the, they... was the IGN badge for PAX. But for everybody well, else, I mean, it's you can get almost the exact same experience you would if you were a press because all the developers are hungry to interact with the public to explain what's going on with their games. But PAX Boston has been a fucking treat. Like, if this all passes soonish and I can figure out when I'm getting married, <laughs> then I will
2: be going to another PAX after I figure that out. Right. I would love to go to a pack. I mean, yeah. I wanted to go to an E3 just to say that I've gone once. Um, just hearing but... other people speak about it at this point, all talking about
0: it's not that it's worse with public. It's just they don't do anything for the public now that the public can go. You still have to wait behind all the media and everything is a presentation. It's not a demo or a playable demo for the most part. Most of it is presentation where packs is developers getting a rust version of the game out or some kind of playable version of the game for people to sit and experience. And then you've got everybody there talking to everybody all the time. Um, and there's all the extra little bits of swag and shit that you get just being at those booths that they want to give you.
2: Like, I came pretty back sure. here one
0: year with, like, a whole badge of buttons, you know, just pins from different yeah. games.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the uh, that they're taking... They're looking at packs. In the uh, in the process of retooling E3, because uh, I think that's kind of the direction they want to go.
1: And PEX is uh, but so-
2: also have but also have the facilities available to be able to do the big presentations. Well, so they that
0: Apex anyway, like you go to these big amphitheaters. So right. case in point, um, I went to a presentation for Deus Ex when that came out. Uh, Revol- Human Revolution um and when i went to that it was an auditorium that seated about 500 people and cuz the convention center in boston is massive so they've got like uh like four huge rooms for presentations like that and they have them all s- scheduled out and then they have all sorts of workshops too that are very public friendly like intro into game development and stuff like that right or intro to audio design like random stuff like that that happens on top of the announcements
2: So, they're looking for the talent too. So,
0: yeah, it's just the level of convention that Pax is versus for people versus E3 is just complete divide. Like, you got the more professional coverage that happens at E3 of different people setting up live streams for all the stage presentations, but that's where the difference is. Like, it's a sit down stage presentation thing that you can watch on a stream versus where Pax is literally many presentations that are way more intimate that are way more fan friendly where you can sit and ask a developer questions about things or what do you think about this like there's been suggestions that i've made while talking to people that came into games because you know i talked to you know over the several packs i've probably talked to 300 different developers right and some of those games ended up being games that i like playing but like the divinity folks when that was coming out was at that booth right was talking about things with them while we were at PAX, and some of those things ended up in games. Uh, one of the yeah. things that I was talking about, they are asking me, like, what was your frustrations with playing the demo? Because I was playing the demo, and I was like, well, like, it's really hard to remember who to go back to, right? And so eventually, there was something that shows, like, little markers for wherever all the NPCs are on the map, so you could highlight where, you know, Abigail, the NPC, was, so you could figure it out. It didn't necessarily put a flag on her head, but at least show you what part of the map she's in. So you can right. go back to it. and It was a minor annoyance, but they fixed that.
2: You know, yeah. Uh, the, the feedback is is valuable for those companies. For me, uh, e three is more than just games. Yeah, uh, you know. Though I mean, e three is an electronic show, so it's more for me. The if I go one time and they retool things sure i'm going to be there to see some of the big presentations for games a lot of you know a lot of big news releases are going to happen there too but i'm also going to go there because well i'm kind of in tech right so i'd like to see some of the new tech that's coming down the you know down the pipe for consumer electronics um and uh, and they do also show some you know some some stuff that consumers don't get their hands on, uh, so it it's kind of a you know a the full package for me when I go there. You know if I do ever actually get to go there, or see what kind of format they end up going with. You know next year, to yeah, see whether there's... or not it's going to be something that I want to do. Um,
0: well, it's it's just. I can't remember which PAX this was, but just like the NXL guy said, hey, we're going to be at this bar. Like, they yeah. just tweeted out, right? We're going to be at this pub. If anybody wants to come and join us at the pub, you can. And so, you know, they're a smaller company, so it wasn't like they completely packed it out. This wasn't like a Bethesda tweeted. they were gonna, The Fallout developer was going to be there, right? Uh, it- but, well, I guess it, these are the original Fallout developers. But anyways... Like, they tweeted that out, and we went and had beers with the Interplay guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, stuff like that is just the experience you get with PAX, whereas E3 is all closed off in stage presentation. And it'd be cool to be set through some of the stage presentation, but I like the freedom of planning out my day the way that I want to play it out
2: and not watch the bullshit presentations for stuff I don't care about. For sure. I mean, so, I mean, with with the... Uh, with this convention going down and pretty much every other convention this year being canceled or delayed uh, indefinitely, um, there's some questions as to whether or not, or how we're going to get some of the normal announcements, the news announcements that we get for games. Uh, And uh, there are going to be some announcements. Of course, they're going outside of the box you know, as far as how they're doing things nowadays. I uh, have to think on the fly uh, because, you know, they already have, a lot of these companies already had this, you know, like the trailers and shit like that ready, um, you know, for, uh, for these uh, conventions, but just don't have a venue to do it. So what it is is um, IGN is actually getting with, uh, so you know some of the bigger publishers that are normally at E3, uh, like Square, uh, Sega, Bandai Namco, Devolver Digital, uh, and you know, and so on. Uh, and that's it's fun to say bigger companies and Devolver Digital in the same uh, in the same thing. It just makes me feel happy. I don't know why. Uh, but um, they're going to do a, uh, a an event called Summer of Gaming. Sometime early June, uh, and they're going to be able to do their presentations, you know, and announcements then. So we'll still get some uh, some announcements from the bigger companies, uh, you know, you know, going forward that normally would have been at E3. Uh, it's just going to be completely separate from the E3 beast. So there's there's some things we'll we'll get our news, but it's going to be a little bit out from now.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't really have much else. I'll just say real randomly because me and Jason are really interested in this. Last of Us 2 has been delayed indefinitely. I don't know what that means, but they don't have a date for it
2: right now. Last of Us 2, uh, if they've, the indefinite right now is the fact that there's no way to know when lockdowns are going to stop. So, um, I'm sure we'll end up getting the game at some point.
0: But well, sometime it's this year, be,
2: but it'll probably be I'm
0: my hold me to this, I'm guessing September or
2: October. September or October. Well, yeah. I'm sure that once uh once they get uh once we get a get through the apocalypse here, uh these companies will take stock of what they've got and you know how fast they can get things done. And uh, we'll see what you know. We'll start to see more dates. Like even right now, I mean, I just got back into Final Fantasy 14, and just today, actually, a uh, uh, an announcement uh, you know that came out and said, "Hey, you know, the normally scheduled patch that would normally come out next month or the month after is delayed until." We can work out a good process for getting it out to uh, you know to people. so it's starting to affect more and more you know businesses going forward as things working from home get uh, is less efficient it's slower you know so especially since people are learning how to do it still
0: Well, so. I don't really have a whole lot else, Jason, do you have anything?
1: Nope. Sound us off. All right. Find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash tiltcast, And find us on iTunes and Spotify.
0: Find some friends of the show. you got PupCast, Picking Up the Pixels. You have Cabbage, KBG. You have NoQuarters.net, BMFCast.coms, .coms. And tvgp.tv, they're in quarantine too. And with that, it's the end of the show.
3: All right. Peace.